What's up, guys? You are now tuning in to Corporate Idiots. As with my life's tips from Trill's Lips, I gotta let you guys in on my secret for creating this dope-ass podcast. It's called Anchor, and it's the best platform to use to get yourself started on your own podcast creation. First off, it's easy to use. Record and edit from the same platform. It's free, super fast, and efficient to distribute your podcast for you to all the major listening platforms. Lastly, you want to make some money? Find sponsorships with no minimum listenership. What more could you really ask for? Seriously. Again, that's Anchor. Download the Anchor app today or visit anchor.fm. You won't regret it, I swear. Uh-huh. My humble audience, hello all, good morning, evening, or afternoon, whatever time you're deciding to tune in, it's your favorite host back again for episode nine of the infamous Corporate Idiots. I know I normally come in as the music fades, but I'm switching it up a little bit today because this is a very special episode to me as it marks the one year anniversary of starting this whole podcast, guys. I'm super excited. As always, I want to thank you all for your continued support. I just I just really want to reflect for a moment. So I'm going to get a little sentimental with you all. Just bear with me. But this whole podcast endeavor, it hasn't completely been what I first expected it to be. I'll be honest, okay? I set low expectations at first, especially with my first episode. In my mind, you know, I figured I'd have about 20, maybe 25 listeners. Now, you know, typically family and friends and such. And the first episode hit 100 within the first week, and I was ecstatic. Hell, the first five episodes boomed way harder than I could have even fathomed, guys. So, um, I know that I haven't been the most consistent, hell, maybe not even the most unique, but this entire experience, I've been my most authentic self for one, and I'm truly proud of how much I've put into this and how far I've come, okay? Um, I had a friend of mine that told me, that said that greatness takes time, and I definitely believe in that. And I just want to thank you all out there, still here, still listening, still motivating, still believing, because who knows what this will turn into or what it will lead up to, all that razzle-bazzle, shabam, all that shits and giggles. Um, It's still my passion, and I really do love y'all for real. So moving forward, let's get into this episode. It is entitled 30 to Life, and um. I thought it would be relatable considering that most of my audience is based around my age, Uh, but I just wanted to go into a story basically about myself in hopes that I can, you know, inspire you um, in your own story that you're trying to write and create in your, in your own novel. Okay. So 
you know, like I said, I'm going to get a little sentimental. Just bear with me. This is going to be great. Everything's fine. It's going to be fantastic. Okay. Um, I know that we're all out here doing the best that we can. We're living, trying to be great and all that extra shit. Um, well, I really wanted to kind of touch up on adulting life, you know, and perseverance, growth, and faith, because the truth of this whole caboodle, guys, is that we ain't getting no younger, okay? Like, I mean, there's the elephant in the room. The shit is just not happening. Um, and for those of you that don't know, I turned 30 this year, like the big fat 3-0, okay? And let me tell y'all, this has been one hell of a fucking year, like dead ass. <laughs> I had a whole damn quarter life crisis coming up on my 30th birthday. I was freaking out. I mean, like I legit grew a gray hair, y'all. Like a week before my birthday, I was like flipping the fuck out. It's, it's ridiculous, you know, but I've also learned a shit ton. And I think um, you guys will enjoy this episode because sometimes people people hear other stories and be like, damn, I, I I was thinking that same shit, you know, or man, I thought I was by myself dealing with shit like this, you know, but I've come to realize that this life thing, this, this ain't nothing but phases and cycles of learning curves, growing pains, come ups and let downs. And the beauty in it all isn't always being prepared for, but more so how you handle it when you're not. Okay, so we're going to dive into this and and I'm excited. So you guys get excited with me. Okay. All right. So trials and tribulations lead to prosperity and greatness. A positive yet realistic mindset will help you be honest, but faithful and prayer won't fully deliver on its own without work. This is what 30 has taught me so far. All right. I have a lot of responsibility, as I'm sure most of you do. We all have our own deadlines, jobs, obligations, family, etc. Well, after crossing my 30th revolution around the sun, all that shit could have possibly hit the fan. Like every single thing that you probably could have thought of to me hit the fucking fan. OK, and so, you know, just to get this story started, I left my job. Yep, it it happened, guys. The gag is, okay, it was not <laughs> on my terms, all right? It came about in the most what the fuck just happened type of fashion, too. Like, it was one of those one in a million things you think could never happen to you. Like, oh, no, not me. You know what I'm saying? Like, not trail that everyone knows is like the damn mascot of fucking Wells Fargo, you know? Like, not trail that had been working there for 50 years, started from the bottom, now we here. You wasn't shooting with me in the gym, running up and getting it type trail. Like, what the fuck happened? Well, the truth is, y'all, life happened, okay? <laughs> like, hit me in the fucking face. Um, but also my truth was that I was ready to go, okay? Beyond ready to go. I was tired of all the extra bullshit going on in my branch. I was tired of the leadership, hell, with the, the entire company, you know? I had reached a point where I no longer felt acknowledged or recognized. My observations and ideas were being, weren't being taken seriously. My business needs were being overlooked. And quite frankly, I was just tired of everybody's shit that I was carrying. Like, 
that I was taking care of, that I was being the buffer, the buffer for, and I was putting my everything into and not getting an ounce back in return. Like the epitome of resentment in my place of employment and, and in my job role was happening to me, you know, um, with a company that I had given over eight and a half years of of my professional life to like, like it, it, it blew my mind, but it was just, it was like something I didn't want to see. You know, I was, I was burnt out. I was tired and stressed, but the gag in all of this was guys is that I was also scared to leave, you know? And like a lot of times, especially now, um, in this day and age in, in our age group, as I would say, Sometimes we have invested so much in something that we are afraid to leave it, you know, because of benefits, because of tenureship, because of whatever. I mean, like I, I just felt like I had so much invested, so much time, like my tenureship, the reputation I built, the people I helped, the clientele I managed, the employees I coached, like all of it felt like it was part of my success and that I shouldn't have to leave but I felt more like changes should happen for me, you know? And I want to talk about this for a second because a lot of times we get stuck in situations like that because we have put so much of ourselves into it, you know? We have put so much blood, sweat, and tears. We have grinded. We have, you know, um, exposed ourselves to different elements that we probably normally wouldn't expose ourselves to, but because it it is our passion, um, or therefore we, we believe in it, we make an exception, you know, and, and quite honestly, sometimes those exceptions can become toxic to us unknowingly, you know, like it can create an environment that is no longer copacetic to your growth. And that is exactly where I was. And I had ignored it for so long, you know, and all, all of the things that led up to what happened, it it literally changed my life. Like, I'm here to tell y'all right fucking now that when you are comfortable, okay, when you no longer, you're, you're no longer challenged positively or, or you're, you're not happy, when you become obviously complacent, right, okay, God will move you everything around you so fast before you can even make up your mind and discover your stagnation, you know, or, or realize your unhappiness or, or, you know, figure out, um, that your, your, your thirst for recognition and growth is gone. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, like God will move you. I swear to God. And this is exactly what happened to my ass. Like <laughs> that, that's what happened, you know? Listen, I'll tell y'all something right now. I didn't lose my job. My job lost me, okay? And and that's the most realest shit that I had to realize in a while, you know? And it, and it took me a few weeks to really see that and kind of understand it. You see, you know, looking back on the journey to today, like, I've had time to, to think and I can specifically pinpoint moments of God speaking like specifically directly to me and me 
deliberately not listening, you know? And like, how many of us have really been caught in that kind of crossfire where, you know, we are, we are feeling like we're moving and, you know, we are, we're in something and we're invested and we're graduating through it, you know, and God speaks to you in some way or form or fashion. And because you're so caught up in what you're doing or because you are so, you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, positive in the outlook, like you've gotten so much good out of it, you know, and um, as as it progressed, you know, in your mind, you're like, it, it can't get bad at this point, you know, and we get stuck in no longer listening to him, you know, in the way that he's trying to communicate to us. And the reason why I feel like that happens is because we have essentially subconsciously forgotten that he got us there. You know what I'm saying? Like we've subconsciously, you know, just thought that, oh, this was all me. You know, this was all my grind. This was all my investment. This was all my time. But we have like figur- figuratively speaking, okay, no disrespect to Jesus and everything like that. But we have almost forgot what we prayed for, you know, what we dreamed of, what we cried about and and just spoke so heavily on that we didn't realize the pieces that were moving in the midst of us working. You see what I'm saying? Like, we just thought we was moving all the damn pieces ourselves, but <laughs> we know damn well that 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 wasn't what it was. You know what I'm saying? And this was truly a testament of taking the test unprepared, but learning the lesson afterwards for me, at least, because I did felt that I felt that way. You know, a lot of people that know me out there knew how much I loved my job. Um, a lot of my friends and family out there knew how much I wanted to be a branch manager, knew how much I believed in myself, what what an asset I was to this company, what I brought to this company, what I brought to its customers. Like I fucking lived, breathed and bled Wells Fargo. You know what I'm saying? Because it was my career. It was, it was an opportunity where I felt like I had found myself. I had found what I was good at and what I was meant to do to to guide and inspire and touch others, you know? And <laughs> um, in this lovely fairy tale, guys, uh, God was like, slow down, Turbo. Let me, <laughs> let me put you in your place for a second, you know? And not only did God remove me from an environment of toxicity and resentment, but he placed me in the unknown, like legit unknown. Now, like, let's take that and break it down for a second. You guys ever been driving and like, I know we got GPS navigation, all that bullshit now, but you ever been somewhere that you don't know where the fuck anything is, you know, and some of us have adventurous spirits and they're just like, yeah, I'm just going to walk around. I'm just going to see what's up. I'm going to do whatever. I don't need no GPS. I don't need Google maps. I'm good. I'm just going to do it. You know, some of us are like that or whatnot. And then some of us is like, whoa, uh, let me figure out where I'm at or how long it's going to take me to get where I'm going or let me get my bearings and shit like that. Okay. When God puts you in your unknown, he makes you use him. Like you have no other alternative, you know, like he is your damn GPS. Like he is your damn Google Maps. He is your phone. He is your map. He is everything. You have to stop and sit the fuck down and use him. Like that's all you got. 
And I feel like, guys, he he sat me in a waiting room. He halted my pacing in the hallway. If you guys have listened to my previous episodes, y'all have, y'all have heard that analogy around that. He halted my pacing in the hallway and put my ass in timeout to think about life for a second. Like, I felt like a fucking toddler running around this bitch, okay? <laughs> um, my life and, and all the prayers I sent up specifically asking things of him, he had to make me remember that, you know? Um, and then not just remember that I prayed, but what I prayed for specifically and what I had continued to pray for as I progressed um, into my career and, and into what I was doing around my job and my life and all this other stuff, okay? This waiting period, y'all, was 12 days long, okay? 12 painstaking time creeping, doubtful days of worry, regret, and feeling of guilt. These were the longest fucking 12 days of my fucking life, okay? <laughs> and like, don't get me wrong, the, the the guilt didn't come from not working, okay? It came from realizing how much I had forgotten how far God brought me and that every stepping stone he made me tiptoe across, no matter how deep the water was, he never let me fall. Like that right there, that's some deep shit right there. Go ahead and write it down, guys, because for real, them 12 days, I had time to think like, how the hell did I get right here right now in this moment? Like, what the hell did I do? Whose fucking grits did I piss in? Like, why me? Like I had, I had all those thoughts, you know what I'm saying? And I had to stop and humble myself for a second and just think like, I got here for a reason. What happened? What happened to me? What happened to my thought process? What happened to my drive and my heart? And and what am I missing that is right in front of my face? You know what I'm saying? And I know I'm getting real deep with y'all, but let me say this, okay, really quick. Whatever you're going through right now is okay, all right? Whatever you're striving for right now has a time and a place and a purpose, okay? Whatever you're working towards will come. Just be humbled, okay? Be humble in the way that it falls in your lap because it won't always be the way you expect and you have to constantly remind yourself of that. Because if you don't, I guarantee you God will, okay? And he will do it blatantly on his own. He will do it through your own, you know, village, whether it's your friends, uh, your friends or your family. I mean, he will do it through um, anything, you know, but we have to be in the mindset of listening. And this is how all that ties into each other. Y'all know what I'm saying? So 12 days, (laughs) 12 days of this, like, um, I felt like I... I had kind of went through the stages of, of like grief for a moment. You know, you guys know this, the stages. I, I don't know it technically, but you know, you go through, you go through denial and then the resentment and then the acceptance. And I don't, I don't know how it goes. Y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about, but I, I legit felt like I went through that. Like I was in shock and then I was like, fucking depressed. And then I was like angry. And then, you know, I wanted to blame everybody. And then I turned around and wanted to blame myself and all this other bullshit and blah, blah, blah. And then I'd finally gotten to a point where all of the voices in my head, all of the thoughts, all of the whirlwinds of everything 
just went silent. Like everything just went blank. And the only thing that I could think about in my head was there is a reason for this season. Like, and I know that's cliche guys, but dead ass. That's all I could think about. You know what I'm saying? Like I couldn't even worry anymore. You know, every, everything after that was just, it was just like a grace that was over me, you know? And in those 12 days, y'all, in those 12 days of, of, of regaining my peace. Okay. I was blessed. (laughs) I was, I was truly blessed. You know, not only was I blessed with a a new job. Okay. Let let me, let me, okay. Let me break it down for you guys. Let, Let me, let me stop for a second. Okay. Um, those 12 days of silence was an opportunity for God to speak very loudly. Okay. He shifted my tide so gracefully and generously. I can only say that I would have never gotten the offer or the opportunity with my previous employer, the way that it was given to me in this manner. Okay. And again, this, this wasn't just about the job offer. Okay. Like God rejuvenated my workspace, okay? He eliminated things, sucking the joy out of what I originally I originally loved about what I did, okay? He replaced my incompetent feelings with confidence, okay? And took the fear out of my voice when speaking to what I thought was right. Like 12 days changed my life. And, and as I continue to swim in this sea of 30, okay, I'm, I'm going to get real deep in analogies with you guys right now. But as I continue to swim in this sea of 30, okay, I remember to float on these waters when I can stroke no longer, okay? I continue to drift with the current when working against it seems fruit futile. I strive to dive deep below the depths of the tide because I'm confident that my lungs are filled with endurance and longevity, Okay. And whatever land I reach is my island of success that was meant for me. And guys, when I tell y'all this was meant for me, like I am so very grateful. I I mean, I've got a rejuvenated workspace. I have a engageful team. I have more responsibility. I have, you know, more income. I have a better work-life balance. I have a better working relationship with my managers and my peers. I have a support system um, professionally. Like everything that I was lacking in, not only did he deliver, but he just, he poured onto me, y'all. Like, oh my God, I could cry, but I'm not going to because I ain't even finna, I'm a G and y'all know it. So I ain't even finna do y'all like that. But guys, like... (laughs) 30 right now is beautiful, okay? It has been filled with joys and curveballs. It it is magical right now, you know? And whether it's 30 or 48 or 62, it's it's mine. Like my 30 to life has been eye-opening to say the least. And I hope my story motivates and inspires you all out there to know that You don't have to be a certain age to go against something and come out better, stronger, and more faithful, you know? Hell, who knows? I might come up with with something else 
in the next five years that I have to deal with. Um, something unexpected that I wasn't planning for may happen for me, you know, at 40 or 50 or 80, who knows, you know, but again, like at the beginning of the episode, what I said, you know, sometimes it's not always about how you prepare for that. It's about how you manage it when you're not prepared, you know, and this by far is one of the most unprepared experiences that I've gone through, but it has taught me and humbled me so much. It has, you know, um, refueled my confidence and it has re-engaged me in something that I'm so passionate and joyful about. Like I love what I'm able to do with people. I love the community that I get to work in and I appreciate the tools and resources that are given to me by my new job to let me do exactly that. Because what I feel I do is help people is touch people, is teach people, is grow people, is motivate people. Like God meant for me to do that, guys. (laughs) Like just getting to live in my purpose on him, on his terms, I am completely and utterly okay with, you know? (sighs) Sometimes... It's just your time to be tested, guys. And if you're not prepared, that's okay, you know? So whatever your grind is, your passion, your purpose, or even if you haven't found it, you know, or uh, maybe it's changed, maybe you're still unsure, or you've yet to, you know, divulge in more information or whatever it is, like, it will come in time, in his time, okay? Don't stop pushing forward, okay? If you're going to laugh, laugh boldly, all right? If you're going to cry, do it standing up, okay? Don't don't be on the ground. If you're going to live, if you're if you're going to live, guys, live lively, okay? Learn from the test and study for the next, okay? And I hope y'all know sometimes I just got to go back and listen to my own damn episodes to get motivated because like I said, we're always going through it, y'all. Like life, life is different every day. And the only consistent thing within it is change. Okay. Um, It's something serious when I tell y'all like seriously, positivity is contagious. And I'm hope I'm hoping I am praying this is uplifting you today. Okay. I challenge you to lift someone up today, y'all. Okay. Go be great. And don't let anyone or anything make you feel like you're not doing or what you're doing isn't worth it. Okay. Whether it's a job, a friend, a spouse, a family member, school, or any other commitment or obligation, if it's stressing you negatively, then you have officially entered your test. And now it's time to start taking notes, guys, you know, and just, just do you, you know, do what you need to do. Listen to him because he's going to talk regardless if you want to listen listen to God you know what I'm saying keep being prayed prayed up keep being faithful do not stop working do not stop believing and do not get discouraged okay if if you need to pick me up that's what friends are for that's what family is for that's what God is for you know he will put people in your corner on purpose purpose is is real okay 
Um, we have to remember that our purpose encompasses his purpose. Like our purpose lives in his, <laughs> you know? So uh, sometimes, sometimes we, we have to remember that in outgrowing our own, we are coming into his. And that's a good thing. <laughs> that is a really good thing. So I'm going to wrap this up for you guys. Uh, this has been an awesome one year anniversary episode. I am super excited. Um, I hope you guys know this was uncut, raw, unedited. I just threw this shit out here. So <laughs> if you, you know what I'm saying, if you got some feedback, um, it is a gift. Leave it for me. That's all great. This entire episode has been um, a whole life tips from Trill's Lips. And I hope you guys loved it just as much as I have. I truly, truly love y'all. Truly mean it. I am out this thing, and I'll talk to y'all next time. It's your girl, Trill. Stay saucy out there. Peace.